Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Eagles in the Super Bowl in five days. We had mentioned it earlier. LeBron tonight goes for the all-time scoring record in basketball, and he'll probably get it. And he's 36 points, and I'm sure. Uh, and look, he's he's been scoring that like pretty regularly lately, um, and I'm sure they'll feed him the rock a little extra. So that that'll be something worth watching as well. All right, uh, on the Super Bowl, let's get into it because uh, Ross Tucker is on the scene, and he's been a great guest of our show the entire season. Ross is always. Brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. And we talked to Ross right now live from Arizona. How you doing, Ross? I am doing awesome. How are you guys doing? Good, buddy. Great. So you're there. We're not. You're in a cool spot. We're in a cool spot, but you're in a more unique spot for access. What has stood out to you so far, Ross? I mean, give us the sights and sounds of things you know that we might not know here. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was a little bit surprised last night at the opening night thing, two things jumped out to me. And I don't know what they show on TV or what, you know, people were able to see or if anybody watched it or whatever. Uh, The two things that jumped out to me, definitely at least on Monday night of opening night, definitely more Chiefs fans here than there were Eagles fans. Now, I know a lot of Eagles fans coming later in the week. I think it, you know, obviously Kansas City is much closer. I guess I wonder if there's more people from Kansas City that move to Arizona or retire here as opposed to more people in Philly maybe retire in Florida. I don't know. Uh, but I did think it was noteworthy that there were more Chiefs fans here last night than Eagles fans. That's number one. The other thing that I thought was really interesting, you know, the Eagles had a very workmanlike approach to opening night last night, which is basically what they used to call media day. Sure. Um, very workmanlike, you know, very um, forthright, serious answers, you know. On, 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 on brand, right, Ross? Like, that's the 2022 Eagles, on, on brand when they speak publicly at a microphone, right? Yeah, well, certainly hurts. Yeah, certainly hurts. Um, but it's interesting because, like, when the Chiefs came out, they were kind of playing to the crowd a little bit. You know, like Mahomes was putting his hand near his ear like, I can't hear you. And then hmm. Frank Clark was going around the, all four parts of the stage. And I don't know. It, you know, so the, the Chiefs the were looser. Players, <clears throat> definitely looser. Now, the question always is, it's so funny, and you never really know the answer, right? But the question is, are the, are the Chiefs too loose? Are, are they not focused mm-hmm. enough? Are they not serious enough? 
or are the Eagles too tight? You know, I'm not um, somebody that can, like, psychoanalyze body language or whatever, but without question, objectively, the Chiefs were a looser, goosier, uh, having more fun, relaxed bunch last night. The Mm. Eagles were the more serious team. And I guess anybody can decide for themselves which which they would rather have the Eagles be. Well, there is there's I think there's a third choice in here, if I may, Ross, which is I get why you're saying loose and loosey goosey, but there's also the real possibility the Eagles are just quiet, confident. Which you know, wow. let's think about. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I, Jalen Hurts, if he's the leader of this team, we know he's all business. He's serious. I mean, Travis Kelsey is not all business, you know, and, and he's one of those leaders for the Chiefs. You know, they've been there before. They're a little more familiar. I think it makes a lot of sense that they would act out a little more in that setting. But the, but the irony is the Chiefs are going to lose. Yeah. So do you do you pick up on that vibe uh, there, Ross? Uh, do do uh, people feel as confident there in Arizona as we do here in Philadelphia? No, I don't think so. No, I, I think um, people out here nationally very much think it's going to be a good game. Very mm-hmm. much think it's going to be a toss-up game. There is still a, a sense of skepticism for some people with Hurts. Yeah. Because it's interesting, you know, they saw him last year, didn't play great. This year he had a really good year, but like a lot of those games were Sunday 1 o'clock games. And then – the last couple games in the playoffs, he didn't really play that great, and it feels like the rest of the team is the dominant portion of the team. So the perception out here for sure is that there's a there's a big gap between Hertz and Mahomes. There's definitely wow. a gap. I think we can all decide how big of a gap that is. I don't know. I, I said this today. I was actually on Good Morning Football, you know, the, on NFL Network, the TV show. And tell me what you guys think about this. On the one hand, I think it's, I do think it's going to be a close game. And that makes me nervous because we've seen Mahomes make the critical play to win the game late in important critical games over and over and over again. Whereas Hurts, he really hasn't done that. We really haven't seen him do that that much. Uh, the flip side is if you look back, and Joe, you probably have done this, you know, you can say that five years ago when the Eagles, you know, played the Patriots, but you could say that a lot of years. Well, they've got the MVP. They've got the best player sure. in the league. If it's a close game late, they, it favors him. Usually the MVP loses. Usually the best player's team loses this game. So I don't know if it's usually, but I, it's funny you bring that up. I thought of that earlier today, and my quick – and I only did a few years. It, it has happened quite a number. It, it, look, last year – the reality is that if you're just talking about who who's the better quarterback, Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford. Joe Burrow lost. I don't think the MVP of the league has won it since Warner. I could be wrong about that. I'm, I believe that I'm is correct. I'm pretty sure Warner was the last MVP of the league to yeah. win the rule. I mean, which was which, by the way, was like sort of a uh, I don't want to say fluky MVP, but like just I mean, he came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Just, just bizarre. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. No question. Ross, let me ask you the same question I asked Jaws last hour. Other than Patrick Mahomes, what concerns you the most for the Eagles in the Super Bowl? Um, probably Jalen Hurts. In what sense? 
I don't think he has played very well. Certainly did not play very well against the 49ers. And if the Eagles are not able to physically dominate, if they're not able to run the ball on the Chiefs, like I think they probably will be able to. But let's just say they're not. I'm not sure Hurts is going to be able to win the game for them. I think Spagnolo is going to put it on Hurts. And why wouldn't you? I mean, if you're the D coordinator, why wouldn't you load the box, make Jalen Hurts beat you? And whether it's you just don't think he's good enough or he's not playing as well since of the injury, I am concerned about Jalen Hurts' ability to make the big plays in the passing game that the Eagles might need to win this. I think well, it's okay. Jeez, by the way. I'm not. I'm, I'm not I'm either. Not. But and you really think that's how he's going to go about this, like load up the box and, and force him to the air? Because there were teams who tried that earlier in the season, and Jalen went bonkers on him. Like, Pre-shoulder injury. So, Russ, let's get to the last – Okay, injury. Russ, let's get to the last game. What is your theory of why Jalen Hurts – did not hook up with those receivers on those plays. Do you think it's the sh- – because he had passed good after the shoulder injury prior to the last game. What's your theory? Well, it's interesting you say that, Joe, because now I want to, like, go back and watch the Giants game because my perception was that he played really well in that game, but maybe he didn't play quite as well as I thought. Maybe that first throw to Devontae kind of clouded how well Hurts really played in that game. Um, but that's – my perception of what happened in the game is a couple of things. First of all, it was very windy in the NFC Championship game. There were certainly gusts of wind. And I also I want to give the Niners DB some credit. I mean, you know, some of those balls, Jalen put on the money, and the Niners' corners were right there, stride for stride with A.J. Brown, Devontae, and they made plays on the ball. I mean, that was supposed to be a big advantage for the Eagles and I think I said it during the broadcast, I thought the Niners' corners actually stepped up in that game. How uh, how do you expect we're going to go about to contending with uh, Travis Kelsey? Uh, do we devote two players to him all the time? Is it C.J. Gardner-Johnson go out there and try to man him up? What what What's the best way to deal with him? Yeah, I think they'll change it up, um, John. I, I think it's really critical that Gannon – who I was talking to for a while last night, um, talking with, um, that he's able to at least make Mahomes hesitate. Mm-hmm. You just can't let him throw the ball, you know, to Kelsey or whomever, for that matter, on the first read. Just throw the ball real quick out of his hands. You know, usually you almost feel the opposite of this with Mahomes, but I kind of feel like the longer the ball is in his hands, the more it favors the Eagles because the longer the ball's in his hands, the, the better chance there is for the pass rush to get there. And also the more he has to move around on that angle. Yeah. Whereas if he's getting rid of the ball quickly, that takes me back a little bit to last year. Makes me nervous when people were able to complete 80% of their passes against the Eagles. Nobody did that this year, right? Like, nobody, I'm trying to think. But was they there, didn't, but they, there no, there wasn't. But, they didn't, but Ross, they didn't face those dudes. And that's where this becomes intriguing and, and sort of you, you venture into the unknown. <laughs> I mean, well, Rodgers well, had a pretty good game. Dak had a very good game when he played against the Eagles in week 16 or whatever that's called, third to last game good anymore. Point. And other than that, I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't good enough to measure up to that sort of caliber. 
they clobbered him, but I mean, he's just a slightly above average QB, and everybody else was just average or below average. I mean, so they, they, they I faced a, a um, lot of Daniel Joneses and below that this year. Yeah, Joe, I had um, uh, Carrington Harrison, who does the uh, afternoon drive for KC Radio for Odyssey. I had him on the Ross Tucker podcast this morning, and that was his point. His point was the Eagles haven't had to play Burrow. It's true. They haven't had to play Josh Allen. They haven't had to play anybody close to as good. As, like they haven't even the Eagles haven't even played a tier two quarterback, let alone the best player in the world. Well, they played one. I mean, Dak's probably tier two. He might have ventured out of it by the end of the well, year. Well, he's but... not. He's not on the same tier as Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Uh, I agree Dak with is, you. No, Dak, I, I, Dak is tier three. Well, yeah. If you if you break it up that way, I, I agree. I agree with that. Hey, Ross, uh, they have a weak link on their offensive line in Andrew Wiley. How weak is he, and how much can we take advantage of that? Um, I was talking with him a lot last night, John, and I, I, I interviewed him. By the way, he grew up on a Christmas tree farm, mm. which I thought was interesting, in uh, middle of nowhere, Michigan. Uh, he expects to see a lot of Hassan Reddick, yeah. and he said he thinks he's really good. Um, I, I would suspect – that the Chiefs are not that stupid. You know, the interesting thing is Andy can't help himself. He's not going to run the ball. I agree He's with gonna that. He's going to throw it. I agree. He cannot help himself. Like, yeah. even, if, even if you could argue that maybe the Chiefs should pound Pacheco, kind of slow down the pass rush, you know, keep the ball away from the Eagles, that's just not what Andy's going to do. Right. And I think Reddick can get the better of Wiley for sure because, you know, and the thing is, is, the other side, and I didn't realize this, Orlando Brown, because he's on the franchise tag, everybody talks so highly about him. They are two of the four worst tackles in the NFL in terms of pressures allowed this year. Mm. Two of the four. Now, that said, Mahomes has only been sacked a little bit here in the playoffs yeah. because he's doing so well at getting rid of the football. So that's the whole thing is Gannon cannot let Mahomes be comfortable and throw his first read, make him have to pull the ball down, make him have to at least get to his second read so that the other guys have enough time to get to Mahomes and start to hit him. Ross, let me ask you a question about Andy Reid here. And I'm curious your opinion. And Look, I'm, I love him, and I'm, I'm really pro him. But the difference in his legacy, win or lose, frame it this way. If he wins, he goes 2-2 two and two in Super Bowl history. If he loses, he's 1-3. And by the way, with like a ton of cracks of great teams, all the great teams in Philly, nine playoff appearances, all the great teams in KC, I believe, I believe it's nine playoff appearances. That would be 18. I mean, at what point, if he loses, is he viewed as the Atlanta Braves of the 90s into the 2000s? Like, yeah, they won one, but should have won more. Difference in his legacy, win or lose? I think it's significant, but I also think he won the one. Right, so like he's not Dan Reeves or Marv Levy, or even like to a lesser extent like a Marty Schottenheimer. He got the one, and the one is a huge separator and differentiator from zero. But to your point, Joe, two puts you in a different category. Totally. I a mean, lot listen, of guys have won one Super Bowl. Totally. Not very many have won multiple. Um, I think he is probably a top five head coach in league history. I think in the court of public opinion, he needs to win another one 
for that to be the consensus. Because otherwise, there will always be the people that will say, well, you got Belichick, you got Bill Walsh, you got Chuck Knoll, you got Marcel's even. Shula and Landry. Shula. I think he's got to get another one for everybody to say, yep, he's a top five coach and he's going to be a Hall of Famer for sure. I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. No question. But it's a matter of, like, if he's a slam dunk or not. All right, Ross. The Ross Tucker – I'm even going to give you a plug here. I'm going to help you out. The Ross Tucker football podcast prediction. See what I see what I did there, Ross? Look at you. I love that. Because yeah, I want to yeah, I want to go I want to match you. Like every Ross Tucker football podcast mentioned by Ross Tucker football podcast, I want to make sure I Ross Tucker football podcast him back. All right, what is the Ross Tucker football podcast prediction? Well, especially when I'm saying this on the midday show with Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie, which will soon be in the morning. It's going to be an awesome show. Thank you, buddy. Um, I've kind of gone back and forth on this one because I do think it's a close game, and I am nervous about Mahomes' ability to make plays late in close games, and we just haven't seen Hurts really do it. That said, the Eagles are the best team. They've been the best team all year. This is the best team in franchise history. And after they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, people will be talking all week next week, including me with you guys, about where they stand in terms of the best NFL teams ever. Correct. I don't think it's going to be easy. 27-24 birds. Wow, that's close. That's tight, and that's a nervous Sunday night until that clock hits zero. All right. Ross, by awesome. the way, if James, awesome. if James had started the drum roll again, it would have been a three drum roll. Just, <laughs> it's like if you, had, you know when you have like a three flush, you know, situation, and it's rare, but it happens. What do you mean? Well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ross. Uh, Ross is always brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Ross, have a wonderful time out there. We look forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks, Thanks pal. Ross. All right, there he is, Ross Tucker. Good stuff right there, man. He is a lot less confident than I am. Me too. All throughout, it was, man, he, he just can't get quite to where you and I are. Uh, I, we believe that this doesn't have to be close. I Look, part of, part of his reasoning was that he's never seen Jalen Hurts uh, beat a team with the game on the line late, and he's seen Patrick Mahomes do that. Part of the reason Jalen hasn't done that is because this team is so incredibly strong they beat teams by halftime. Haven't had to. Yeah. Yeah. I, why does it have to be that different? Well, let me yeah, okay. Like let this, me, this team is better. Yeah. This, this Chiefs team, absolutely. They are better than what we faced. But we are still the best team in the NFL. I, I believe that. Well, I do too. We but can, We can put it on this group. All right, let me, let me play it out this way and, and tell me what your answer becomes to this, John. So, we all know – in in basketball, it's it's the last second shot. Define Jordan; it's a big part of Kobe. It, you know, um, in football, it's the two minute drill for the quarterback. Like it's the it's it's on the line. Eagles are down four. There's uh, two minutes and twelve seconds to go. Jalen's got two timeouts and he gets the ball at the twenty yard line. How do you feel? What's your confidence level in him in that moment? We have, we have two minutes? Two minutes, 12 seconds. you got to go 80 uh, yards, and you're down by four points. I feel great about that because of his weapons and because he'll make the right decision at the right time. Uh, I would expect Spags uh, to blitz 
at some point during those plays because that's what he does. I mean, once they get to, once we get into that red zone, it's like clockwork. Spags is going zero blitz and he's going to send the house. And when that happens against a quarterback like Jalen, he can take advantage of that in so many ways. Well, the thing that's scary Not for me throwing, about – Okay, the thing that is scary for me about that scenario, it, it goes to what Ross was talking about. I mean, we, we haven't seen it much at all. Just We just haven't. James, I mean, it's – Yeah, the indie game, like, this year is the only game where they, like, came from mind late. You know, we've had some close games where other teams caught up because they kind of took their foot off the gas yep. or whatever, but that was really the only one where they were down late and Jalen had to lead them to victory, and so, that was the Colts, James, their four-win team. What's the part of this whole game that perhaps we've missed in the midst of all of our confidence, yours, John, and May, where the line's small and we're uber-confident? What are we missing? Well, I, honestly, I, I don't think we're missing it. I just think it comes back to Mahomes. Like, I, I just think that, that this dude has proven that he deserves to not be taken lightly. And and if I and look, we haven't even considered the Eagles losing, but we all know that if they, they did, it would be because Mahomes did something awesome and made it happen. So I, I just think it's the Mahomes factor. I, I just think that it's it's silly to bet against him and a lot of people won't. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Your opportunity to weigh in. Joe Cameron, John Rich as we move till two o'clock. Chris Times yours one forty five. Audio of Jalen Hurts coming up next. You'll hear that from last night. Things that stood out. On 94 WIP. Hey, guys, this Valentine's Day. Give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all with soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas. Available exclusively at Pajamagram. Sexy and sultry, naturally nude pajamas. They feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie. The texture and touch of these pajamas, so seductive that you'll both love the feel of them. Leave nothing to the imagination with naturally nude pajamas. Look, she'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all, and you'll love them. Order today and save 25% using promo code NUDE. That's promo code NUDE. One of the great words in the English language, promo code NUDE. A 25% saving on a best-selling Valentine's Day gift from pajamagram.com, and they'll even wrap up the whole gift for you and ship it off for free. So get in using promo code NUDE. Remember, they sold out prior to Christmas. So as we approach Valentine's Day and one week to go, uh, get in and get in soon. With pajamagram.com, promo code NUDE to save 25% off on your order of naturally nude pajamas. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.